0: You're listening to the SPE podcast. I'm Paige McCowan, and today we're talking about the SPE Virtual International Conference, and exhibition on HSC and sustainability with
1: Francesca Vigliani.
0: Welcome, everyone. Thank you, Francesca, for joining us today from Denmark. As I mentioned, we are previewing the SPE virtual international conference and exhibition on HSE and sustainability. It starts the 27th of July. You can still register for the event by going to the SPE events page at SPE.org events. Francesca, you'll be one of the presenters at the event. Can you tell us a little bit about your background?
1: Yes, thanks. Well, uh, thank you for inviting me to the speed podcast and to talk about this, uh, this conference. I mean, we are definitely in uh, unprecedented times and uh, I am a public health specialist. I've been working in this field for now 20 years or more. And I've been working with Pandemic Preparedness and Response for a very long time, so COVID-19 is uh, clearly on the top of the agenda at this point. So I'm glad that uh, I can attend the conference uh, virtually.
0: Yeah, the conference is going to have to be virtual this year Um, after 25 years or so of this conference. um, And like you said, with everything going on in the world, I'm sure your industry, it must have been a roller coaster for the past um, few months.
1: It has been. I mean, we activated our crisis management team and business continuity plan already in January uh, when the situation was clear in uh, in China. And since then, uh, we had to work very much uh, on a daily basis, reassessing priorities and also developing uh, and innovating as we were going along. Um, but uh, it's been a pleasure also to work with the sector, which I think is uh, has been ab- among the first responders uh, to, to the crisis, even before uh, COVID-19 was declared a pandemic.
0: Right. So let's jump into the conference. Can you tell us a little bit about the conference and why you think it's so important?
1: Yes. Well, I'd like to, uh, as we're discussing, to put the the conference in the context. uh, COVID-19 has been the most uh, wide-reaching public health crisis of the the world has faced uh, in a long time. Let's say that the last pandemic of this magnitude was over 100 years ago. And... and the whole, the whole uh, oil and gas sector reacted very promptly as I was mentioning uh, before and this in the middle of other crisis that the sector is, uh, is facing. That's not surprising as of course health and safety are a big concern for the industry. But I think that uh, what COVID-19 made clear for me were two different aspects. One uh, has reinforced the central, centrality of sustainability and resilience for, for business. Uh, companies that integrated sustainability and transparency, strategically into business operation prior to COVID-19 crisis, put an even stronger focus on it during the crisis, and I think we're better able to, to deal with the changes brought about by COVID-19. Additionally, from my perspective as a, as a public health specialist, Health, safety and well-being became the central to resilience sustainability discussion in a way that it has never occurred before. We've always thought about health and well-being and safety as important, but never really central to the discussion. I think that COVID has changed all of this. So the conference uh, would be absolutely a unique opportunity to all of us professional to reflect on the changes that uh, you know the crisis has, uh, has created but also on uh, you know how do we deal with the new normal from the different perspective and what can be the effort uh, that we can make to to recover and rebuild but in a real sustainable way based on what we have understood.
2: Much of the work of the Society of Petroleum Engineers is accomplished by members. Become a volunteer and use your knowledge and experience to influence SPE programs and activities. As a volunteer, you can enhance your leadership skills while meeting and working with other SPE members from across the globe. There are many opportunities to get involved, regardless of your experience, location, or experience level. To learn more about the League of Volunteers, visit SPE.org volunteer.
0: So, um, tell us a little bit about the session your paper's going to be in.
1: Yes, so the session is called Population Health, and it's taking place on uh, Tuesday, 28th of July at uh, 1 o'clock CST time. And uh, it's really my favorite session, of course. Uh, It's dealing with uh, the way in which government, companies, and communities can work together to improve uh, human health. And uh, is making, again, population health uh, becoming more central to the whole discussion about uh, the sector, but also highlighting the importance of partnership and making clear that, uh, you know, we cannot talk about population health and sustainability unless we work on these issues uh, together. So it's a great session.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. Now, in your paper specifically, you discuss the health impacts from extraction projects, in this case coal mining, Um, so it's the impacts on the local community and how important it is for sustainability. Can you give us some highlights from your paper and the research behind it?
1: Sure. I mean, I am a health impact assessment specialist. I've been working in impact assessment for a long time, collaborating with all other sectors. And one of the aspects that has always bothered me quite a lot is the fact that health impact assessment is the worst performing uh, health uh, performance indicators for the sector. And this, if we look at the data from IOGP so this comes from the companies themselves. Um, the health committee of IOGP decided to therefore update the HIA guidelines and we did it uh, just recently in 2016 and is publicly available. I encourage everybody to read it. This has improved a little bit the, the performance of this indicator, but it's still lagging behind against uh, if we compare it with other indicators. So I, I looked with some colleagues at how health is included in impact assessment in coal mining project in Australia. This is because of course coal mining in Australia is one of the biggest sectors. So if we could identify excellence, we thought that this was the place to 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 look and what we found out looking at document but also talking with different stakeholders was that in reality health and well-being and equity were not properly included in the impact assessment. Maybe the topic was mentioned but the impacts were not really assessed and if you don't assess them then you're not going to manage them um, and this has created a lot of problem for the industry in Australia with court rulings that stop project exactly because human health was not taken in consideration as well as a lot of uh, um, conflict between communities, companies and uh, st- other stakeholders. So we thought that this would be an important uh, dimension to look and some Something to learn from another sector, and to bring it to you know to the conference uh, for for the company to to reflect upon.
0: Oh yeah, that like I said, I keep saying it's so timely what you're talking about. One of the important elements um, I thought, looking at your paper, um, is actually the definition of health. It's not just the absence of disease or or talking about hospital. It really sets the premise of your paper. Can you elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Well, thanks very much for the questions. I I really love it. And the fact that you mentioned that it's not only about hospital, which is really uh, sometimes a misunderstanding. People when we talk about health, think about disease or medical care or hospital, say, Well, you know, if you get sick, it's exactly because you are not healthy. So health, as defined by the World Health Organization in 1946, is a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease and infirmity. So health is a positive concept and uh, and is also an enabling factor if we think about sustainability the sustainable development goal number 3 aims to ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all at all ages so health and well-being become both a prerequisite for sustainable development as well as the result of it um, and as we mentioned before about the you know the session on population health again health status is a combination of collective responsibility because there are so many factors that can influence uh, the health status of population is the water they drink is the way they go to work are the condition in uh, in the workplace is the house where they live so the SDG3 is connected with all the other sustainable uh, development goals. They are closely interlinked. And that's why you know, any project that can claim to be sustainable, for me, has to improve uh, SDG3 and all its targets in the communities where the project is located. This is the ultimate, ultimate proof of uh, sustainability, because it means they have been able to improve all the other sustainable development goals as well.
2: Are you considering becoming an SPE member? When you join SPE, you join a society of dedicated professionals just like you, working to address the technical challenges of the global oil and gas industry. SPE membership gives you the opportunity to make local and global connections and build a network of influential technical leaders from every discipline. Learn more at spe.org join.
0: So we talked a little bit about the COVID-19 crisis. Um, how how do you see it changing the role of sustain or it Maybe even improving the role of sustainability for organizations.
1: COVID-19, for me, has proved uh, you know some of the ch- challenges that I was mentioning in the paper, especially for the for the for the industry. For, first, there is no fence. You can't separate uh, workers from community or uh, you know projects from the local context because whatever it happens happens to everybody. So we need to have a much more uh, in-depth understanding of where projects and activities are located. The second is that everybody has a responsibility for, for health. Uh, it's not just uh, the medical department or it's not just uh, someone within a company. It has to be responsibility of everybody. And it's the same things we we were mentioning at the beginning. Uh, We work with department across the whole companies uh, during the the COVID. When, for example, half of your workforce uh, in the office work from home, you change the concept of what is a workplace. Suddenly workplace became a very fuzzy type of concept. So you need to work, um, you know, it's becoming responsibility of everybody. Uh, Third is that we still have the tendency to do uh, assessment project by project but we don't look at the cumulative uh, impacts generated by the sector as such in a country so companies need to be better able to work together and to work together as a sector with the government to look very much at the at the opportunities and the uh, for sustainability and finally as i mentioned beginning company that were uh, you know looking at sustainability before the crisis were better ready for for managing the crisis so companies should be more transparent about uh, the way they assess uh, you know their uh, their impact on the on the communities and be better able at managing them developing real partnership uh, for me i would like to read in the future reports uh, the way that organization responded to to, to this crisis to any other crisis not focusing exclusively on the workforce but also you know more broadly on the supply chain the customer and the public uh, and emphasizes the areas where, you know, they went above and beyond the legal compliance, really f- thinking in more strategic and future, uh, future terms. And also, you know, what have we learned from this crisis that will make us better able to deal with, uh, you know, with a- either a second wave of COVID or with another crisis that surely will uh, arrive?
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of lessons learned for the future on this and I can imagine that the next HSC and Sustainability Conference will be full of COVID papers and discussions.
1: (laughs) Probably yes, probably (laughs) yes.
2: SPE is proud to co-sponsor the Energy and Data webinar series. Engage and connect with the Energy and Data community from anywhere in the world by participating in our monthly webinars. On the 30th of July at 8am central time, tune in with Sashi Gunturu and learn about subsurface data engineering. Join us for this great learning experience by visiting energyanddata.org to register now. The Energy and Data webinars are powered by AAPG, seg and spe
0: so francesca as we said the um the spe virtual international conference and exhibition on hsc and sustainability starts uh, july 27th and again this is going to be a virtual conference what can people expect of it being virtually
1: yeah, so it's going to be a new a new conference, a new way to participate to conferences. Some of the events will be live, but a lot of the other, like uh, my session, is going to be with pre-recorded uh, presentations. However, all of us four presenters are going to be attending the question and answer session uh, at the end. So I still hope we are going to have a very lively debate and the possibility to to exchange, uh, probably even in a you know in a more constructive. Way because maybe working and doing it from home, uh, we have more time to to interact in a different way. Although we'll miss not being able to visit uh, Bogota this time. Yes, the
0: travel is the one thing. Um, And then also um, the networking. But hopefully, like you said, there'll be great interaction with the Q&A and people will be able to, um, you know, discuss further, which is one of the big um, draws from a conference like this.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, the participants will need to look, uh, you know, to be, we need to be better prepared this time. We need to have a look at the program and uh, knowing in advance we want, uh, where we want to, to engage because, uh, yes, the casual uh, networking uh, will not be an option this time. Yes, hopefully, maybe, the next one.
0: Yes, hopefully, the next one. Well, thank you, Francesca, for your time today. And if you want to hear more about Francesca's paper, you can still register for HSE at spe.org slash events. Thanks, Paige. Thank you. I appreciate your time. As has been a no-no. let's keep the conversation going use the hashtag SPE podcast on all your social media channels to reach out and leave comments and reviews we'd love hearing from you you can find SPE podcast search SPE podcast on iTunes Spotify TuneIn. in we're also online at spe.org podcast special thanks to this episode's guest Francesca Violani I am Paige McCowan thank you for listening